Ricardo. All righty, everybody. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Swift Kicks Podcast. I'm Alex. <laughs> Weird me as always. <laughs> Steve and Nate. Um, you know how they used to call it MSN at Barcelona. It's ASN here at Swift Kicks Podcast. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because Ben, um, Ben's room be party. Oh, I guess I'm okay. actually Neymar in this situation. Damn. Yeah. Mm. We can talk about Neymar too. Lot, lot, lots okay. of news about. We'll, about we'll get to all that. Um, yeah, the Premier League did get underway though. Uh, great to have it back, as always. Uh, you know, every year I feel like we say that, and every year I'm always like, yeah good to have it back i hate that we have to have a summer break um even though it was nice that they came to the u.s and we got to see them um but right off the top of your head nate what was your biggest takeaway from week one uh you know i i love getting up on saturday watching the games i thought there was there was quite a few goals on saturday um just looking Mm -hmm. at a sheet um but honestly every game could have been like one nil one one or zero zero and i'm happy it's back so um i'm just i'm just I'm just I just feel privileged. I can watch the I can watch soccer again. But I thought it was good. Um yeah. I thought there was there was some some good teams played each other. Um it was I didn't get to see it. Kind of cool to see Luton score. I didn't see it. I was in between the lane pen. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> but good though. Good. Some I think there's some late goals. Um there was some early goals. How early did you all did y'all score against uh Aston Villa? You had an early uh, one, right? Yeah, it was within like the first uh, eleven minutes. I think was our first one. Yeah, finale, finale. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Funny little story before we came on the podcast. I just saw a picture. Apparently, Sandro Tonali, straight out of AC Milan, has booked a table at a Weatherspoons. I saw that. Which, for those of you who don't know, Weatherspoons, I I don't even know how you how would you compare that in America? Like a, it's got to be like a, like it's like a dingy dive bar but they're all like the exact same because their own because weatherspoons is it's not a term it's the name of the well you, mm, you tell me tell me you yeah explain. it's the name of the yeah. the pub yeah it's right like the, the like right. Um, a conglomerate of pubs all under the same brand you know it's, it's like a uh it's like a mcdonald's <laughs> you yeah, we, franchise we this year Unless you like really get drunk at TGI Friday sometimes, <laughs> and you can call it away, you can you can liken it to yeah. that if you want to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, apparently he's gone from uh, fine dining in Milan to uh, Weatherspoons, and I really just hope that it was uh, Jacob Murphy. Um, just told him, yeah, this is like really good food. You should definitely go down there. And then after that, go down to Greg's. <laughs> if only I celebrate could. your goal. If only yeah. I could, dude. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Newcastle, I'm sure, in a bit. But uh, all I have to say is top of the league, having a laugh. Uh, <laughs> Steve, your big takeaway. Um, Luton are going down. <laughs> <laughs> that trash take coming, starting out the new season. Same as last year. <laughs> um, trash as always, but... Uh, um, I think West Ham. I think West Ham will finish. This is my alternative trash take. I think West Ham are going to finish a place in in Europe again this year. Interesting. I do. I do think so. Um, I saw today they nailed down uh, Ward Prowse. 
from mm -hmm. Southampton. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a couple of other reinforced. Did they get Luke? Uh, they got the guy from Ajax, Alvarez. Is that right? Oh yeah, Edson Alvarez. Yeah. 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 Um, just some sneaky, some sneaky stuff going on uh, in uh, with West Ham. That I don't know. I just can see. I think they'll finish. I think they'll finish European place again. I don't know if it'll be Conference League, wherever, but I think top. Was that top six? Top seven? Is that what that seven. entails? Yeah. Seven. I think they'll finish top seven. Um, Did you guys read that Lucas Paqueta or Paqueta? I don't Paqueta, know. Yeah. That 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 city bid like seventy five million pounds for him. Yeah. Yeah. I also I also think sorry uh, that James Madison now will be included in just about every uh, England lineup or England yeah. squad ever. Yeah. Uh, two assists two assists on his Premier League debut with Tottenham. Uh, and no Harry Kane to be finishing those chances. I think that Madison is in a – this is kind of the stars are aligning for him. Um, he's 27 now uh, and an attack-minding – under an attack-minding coach in Postacoglu uh, with some – I mean, you have to say um, upgrades from – Maybe some squad mates, if not maybe all categories in in from Leicester, and uh, I think that it's all going to benefit him uh, greatly. And I think that we're going to see uh, Madison have an ex uh, excellent season this year. Hmm. So um, I think that his name uh, was on the peripheral for England squad. Uh, some arguments about why he should be there, why they should not be there. I think that those are going to be put to put to rest, and I think he's going to be there for a while now. So. Yeah. It's he's uh, I, I think exactly how you said he's been kind of like lingering around as you know an alternate uh, mm -hmm. member of like a, especially like a 24 man squad 23 man squad right right um, and now he's got a chance to really prove himself in a quote unquote you know the, the big six club whatever somewhere that he's going to play a more prominent role uh, be seen a little bit more possibly mm -hmm. um, yeah could be interesting for him um we'll see how that plays out but yeah the the pockets stuff was kind of crazy to me it just feels like i mean now with kevin de bruyne injured maybe then maybe they would want to rethink that yeah. but um <clears throat> yeah. yeah just I, I didn't think that uh man city was really looking for somebody like that in their squad um i would have thought potentially another striker um which seems funny because erling holland the goal machine continues uh two goals in the first game i think it took him three minutes to score um, so, <laughs> you know, that man's goal record is going to come within about three years. I think that's why Harry Kane left. Um, yeah, speaking of goal record, yeah. he's not going to get that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, unless he comes back and plays. Unless for, he comes back, uh, I suppose. Yeah. Does a Mane and a one and done year in Germany. <laughs> yeah. I loved, um, uh, Alan Shearer who continuously holds the Premier League all-time scoring record. Um, he had like a tweet that was like, okay, Harry, time to get on the plane. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> Still got to keep that record around for a while. Yeah. Now, speaking of Mane, just to, to go east a few thousand miles, that him and Henderson faced off today. Uh, Al Nasser yeah. and Eddie Feck. Yeah. And Stevie G won first. I think that was his second game, first game. I don't know. Nice. I, thought they, I thought they had. Have they started longer than that? I thought they lost. Did they win? Did they, I thought that Gerard and Henderson lost. 
It was two one today. Today's game. Oh. I don't know. I haven't really kept up with them that well. But yeah, yeah, because it's the South. Ronaldo is not playing. Yeah, also so, <laughs> probably has something to do. Wait, with. so Mane and Ronaldo on the same team? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. It's difficult for me to keep it all track. It just seems so fluid. All these I know. players, uh, all these players mean, are just coming in from different angles for to, to, to different teams. It's and they all yeah, have all on the. the, the uh, it was the clip that went around. It was uh, Alan Saint Maximum, um, who Mares, and uh, who else is on that team? Uh, is that Benzema's team? I don't know, man. They, no, uh, there was another one. Either way, they brought in three just phenomenal. Firmino. Is it uh, they brought in, oh. Mm. oh yeah, yeah. Firmino uh-huh. scored like a hat trick over the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> but but the first goal was literally a link up between those three players, and it was just like. If you were playing FIFA on easy mode, it was just like mm. Alan Say Maximum running with the ball at a defender, passed it off, cross in, goal. <laughs> like just on repeat. <laughs> There's not a lot of good center backs. In, like I get you have, you have Cool Bali. Yeah. I don't know a lot of good center backs that are there right now. They're all kind of going midfield yeah. attack heavy, which is fine. You don't want a lot of goals, but everyone's just kind of like, yes. <laughs> Like screw it, we're gonna ball. We're just gonna score a lot of goals. We don't care about defense. Yeah. So, watch it like take off in the U.S. Like now it's on. What's it, it's on like Fox Sports now, right? Like in the U.S., yeah, like it's uh, gonna take off because the the yeah. scores will be like seven six. <laughs> yeah, Gosh, man. Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll watch. Probably not. But yeah. yeah, yeah. If they put it behind a paywall like they did the MLS, I'll be uh, yeah, yeah. upset, mildly upset. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Steve, real quick before Mr. Benjamin uh, makes his way. <laughs> Great Scott. Tell me what's going on in uh, Scotland. Benjamin. It's been a while since I've heard that. I love um, that so much. Also, uh, top of the league. <laughs> Have it alive. Have it alive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Celtic winning over the weekend. Uh, playing top of the league. Top of the league. We are sitting on six Found points. It. The only other team in the league on sitting on six points as well. Not Hearts, but St. Mirren. Um, uh. Hearts, uh, yeah, I know. I know. I apologize. Um, at the weekend, I think Rangers kicked it off in terms of action, I believe. Um, against Livingston, hosting Livingston. At halftime, 1-0, but they ended up winning 4-0, so uh, the first three points of the season had to come at some point, I suppose. Um, 49,000, just over 49,000 attending that one at Ibrox. Uh, Ross County beating St. Johnstone 2-0. Uh, that win takes them to seventh place. Uh, St. Marin beating Dundee 2-1. Um, and, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, that's correct. Uh, Celtic, Celtic beating Aberdeen 3-1. Um Good, good turnout again. Um, Matt O'Reilly getting on the score sheet. It's not that doesn't happen too often. Um, with Brendan Rodgers actually coming out and saying, like, asking more of him um, to, to take up more of the goal-scoring uh, response, duties and responsibilities, um, which I think he's very capable of. I think he's a very uh, accomplished footballer. I think he's got a lot uh, to his game, and I think that goal-scoring could easily be one of them. So, think that that's that's merited uh and then hibbs falling to motherwell and kilmarnock at a very tasty nil nil draw <laughs> uh the table as it stands yeah. at this moment 
Um, Celtic in first place and St. Mirren closely behind, only behind on goal difference. Um, then we have Hearts, Motherwell, Kilmarnock, Rangers uh, at sixth at midway on three points. Ross County, Dundee, Aberdeen, Livingston. And then the final two teams at the bottom of the table with no points are Hibs and St. Johnstone. And that hmm. is our action for this weekend. I was just this... uh, reading about uh, with Hibs, apparently uh, their coach, Lee Johnson, the predictions are already out that he'll be the first one to first manager to be sacked uh, in the Scottish oh, yeah? Premiership this After season one game. if they... <clears throat> If they lose the next two, um, oh, I'm just gonna look up who Hibs have because they just what they just lost to Motherwell. Um, two uh, to yeah, Motherwell. Hibs Hibs play Livingston next on the yeah. 26th. No, and they host they host them they host Livy, but uh, Livy. Yeah, Hibs yeah, are in the Conference will... League qualifying rounds though, playing Luzerne midweek. Yeah. Uh, and then they have mm-hmm. a Scottish League Cup game. And then, yeah, oh, a little bit while, what, August 26th until you guys go back to Premiership play. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Livingston and Aberdeen. So those are the big games for. Yeah. Celtic play St. Johnstone at the weekend. Uh, goal scoring, on the goal scoring front, we have Adam, well, we have four, how do you say that? Four, four-way tie uh, on goals. Uh, two goals apiece. We have Adam Lafondra from Hibs. Force David Turn, yeah, foursome. Uh, David Turnbull, Kyogo, and Matt O'Reilly all on two goals from two appearances. Um, and then top assists. I always think the assists tell a different uh, another side of the story. Um, nobody on two yet, but we have a lot. I'm not even go through the whole list because it's just one assist. But uh, no, no, nobody, nobody leading the pack on assists as of just yet. But we'll see as that. Yeah. But we'll we'll keep up on that as it goes on. Um, I was also just looking at Neil Lennon says he's got a. I guess you could call it a trash take or you could call it a hot take, whichever one you want. Uh, but he is predicting that either Celtic or Rangers, within the near future, will make the last eight of the Champions League. I'll call that a hot trash take. That's wild. <laughs> hot smell That's trash take. In the not so near future. You, is that verbatim? Yeah, he. he uh this is verbatim from the football scotland piece yeah um let's see if they have an actual quote from him but um in the not so near future ready the glass ceiling for us all has been it been the last 16 of the champions league i think eventually someone will come along and break that and get into the last eight whether it happens in the next three or four years who knows i think it is always possible if you get the right draw and the right blend of squad at the right time you know i don't i don't i agree with that i agree with i agree with it's you know those certain factors falling into play and and if you happen if you if you try to take a look at just scottish football as a trend in which way in which direction it's trending is it trending down is it trending up as a whole i mean rangers were just in the europa league final what was that two seasons ago yeah. Um, we had Celtic in, in group stages last year. Um, I mean, not getting the best results, but I think getting good experience and putting in good shifts against the likes of Real Madrid. Um, who else was it? Leipzig, I believe and AC Milan, I think don't, don't quote me, yeah. but against, yeah. against Europe, against seasoned European sides. Um, we got, you just said Hibs, 
playing conference league, uh, conference league action. There's there's numerous the opportunities and uh, I, I guess the opportunities that that Scottish teams are finding themselves on European stages. I think is becoming a bit more frequent than it had been for the, the perhaps the past half decade. Um, yeah. So I don't think that Neil Lennon's maybe too far off on that. I, I would like to, th- I would like to think, you know, that happens this season or, you know, doesn't have to be three, four <laughs> right. years or farther, but I think Scottish football as a whole is trending in the right direction where something like that is realistic. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, he sort of qualified it a little bit by saying, you know, with the right, I mean, I, I think you could say this with any team that makes a deep run, the right mix of players, the right sure. draw that you get the right, you know, group that you're put into, that kind of thing, you know, who you come out and play against definitely makes a difference. I mean, we all said last season, I think we had a bit of a mixed reaction. I said it was maybe not quite the right time to play Real Madrid right out the gate. I think, Steve, if I'm correct, you said the opposite. You know, you felt like it was a good test right straight out of the bat. Um, But, you know, that's you got to beat the competition in front of you, I think is where it landed. But yeah, right. um, yeah, but but as you say, the more opportunity that you are getting in front of competition like that, the better your team is going to be. You're going to yeah. see what you need to, in order to compete yeah. with that. Um, and exactly. Celtic, you know, they they have the fortune, you can call it, of you know having a domestic league in which they're pretty comfortable. You know, they might come mm-hmm. second. I can't think of a year where they came third. Um, right. You know, yeah. so there's sort of the housekeeping is clean over here what how do we focus on you know going right. to buy our summer property <laughs> right you know i mean the, the the primary focus for any any new incoming uh celtic manager is europe i mean everyone the the, the yeah. league the league is is mandatory first place is a must right. that's like domestic yeah. you got to tie up domestic you have to beat everything win everything domestic that is the standard that's where the bar is set and nothing else, nothing less than that is 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 tolerated. It's it's in, it's in Europe where everybody where Celtic has has just been fruitless, um, and that's where Brendan Rodgers has specifically said where his efforts are really going to be this season. Obviously on domestic, but also one eye definitely towards Europe. Um, and just kind of making a parallel comparison here. Like Liverpool, for example, the the year prior to when Liverpool just won their recent um, Champions League was that 2019? Is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, against Tottenham. Yeah. So just before just before that, the year before that, they played Real Madrid in the final, and that was the first time that a lot of those players have been in any sort of final on that type of degree ever. But even though they failed and lost, that's a learning opportunity, and they found themselves in the same exact scenario and building off of that experience the very next season. And we're able to capitalize capitalize on that the next season. Obviously, those are you know full blown internationals playing at the top you know their top class top quality players. Celtic, I understand. There's there's a there's a, a bit of a gap. Can be there can be an argument on how big that gap is, but that experience in Europe, even though we failed to get out of the group and lost most of the games, that is still not time wasted. That's experience gained. And I think that that's only going to benefit us going forward, especially under a manager like Brendan Rodgers, who is intent on making some sort of footprint in Europe. Yeah. Uh, intent on making his own footprint is 
Benjamin. Uh, he is <laughs> he is now part of ASN. It's ASNB. Welcome, Ben. <laughs> nice. Hey? Yeah. Steve, it looks like you're laying down. Uh, I am. It does. No pillow. No, no pillow. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just having to lay down on the grass. Hey, having a laugh, laying down, top of the league. <laughs> having a, top of the league, having a laugh. <laughs> having uh, a ben, uh, we went round real quick at the start of the podcast, talked about our big takeaways from the uh, week one of the Premier League. What's yours? What's mine? Uh, I was late because yeah. I was still in the stoppage time from uh, Man United's game today because of the VAR check. Um, <laughs> I want you to tell me what you think of that VAR check after you give your progress. We'll, we'll jump in United yeah. in a minute. Okay. Um, but long and short of it, uh, Moyes should still be canceled. That is uh, hot off the press. <laughs> it's the like shortest offseason ever because uh, it felt like a short break. But uh, Brighton's still sneaky good. Newcastle, if they figure out a back line, they're going to win the Champions League. And. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have a defense problem. You, there's something that's either I actually had a question for you based on this weekend's games. Um, not looking at the lineup, okay. obviously, but it, for me, Newcastle need to figure out some marking in the in the back. Um, and Arsenal, Man City, it, it's like the season finished and it just restarted, like where they left off. Like it's same sort of uh, <laughs> contest, same teams and. In form, out of form, poor Luton Town. Have fun getting beat up all year. Um, and yeah, I give Moisey maybe six weeks. Okay. You should have heard Steve's uh, take on on West Ham. It's going to be interesting. I think I think West Ham finished top seven this year. I have him finishing in the top six, um, but it's without Moise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I want. I want. A, I want a gift made of Nate's reaction just then. <laughs> yeah, if we could just flip that, it would be good. I and so I had two things. Two. There were two asterisks next to my my top six prediction. Uh, asterisk one was that Tottenham would finish in the top four if Harry Kane was gone. Um, first uh, dominoes falling there, and the asterisk two was West Ham will finish above United. If they get rid of Moyes soon, okay. I see it. Tell How me. soon is soon? I told you six weeks, man. Cancel that fool. Six weeks. First international Fire fast, break. Higher slow. Yep. I <laughs> I would be shocked if he makes it out of that international break. Um, and I gotta look at who they're playing next. So I have two questions for this group, Nate. How poor do Liverpool have to perform? For Klopp to be on the chopping block, God. Uh, well, I think that he's gonna. Depending on who we sign for uh, a midfielder, depending on who that is and how the season ends, I think he may leave anyway. Um, on his own terms, but I don't know. I still, I, I definitely still think we get top four this year. I think, I think if we get any kind of DM, um, I think that we'll finish top four. And then if we finish top four. I think we're good. He'll stay. Um, but I don't know. I mean, captain goes down with a ship, right? So it doesn't really matter. Um, could be this year. He could write out his contract. I think he next summer. I'm sorry, not, not this summer. The one after is his last year. So I think he's going to write off into the sunset. I don't think he's going to extend again. So it's this summer or the next. So 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to see him gone before January under any circumstances? No, under under no. We we would have to be uh, deep in relegation in order for me to like be like, yeah, he needs to go. This is just like no shot. Yeah. Is that because of his one asterisk of a Premier League title? <laughs> yeah. Twelve years count and Champions League. Yeah, no and an FA Cup. He's got. I'm terribly surprised if Clapper have last left this past this this summer. It just kind of seemed like last season was really tough for him, um, and, and it just kind of seemed like people were 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 just beginning to start losing their patience with him, and he was kind of getting a little frazzled, I think. Um, and it just kind of seemed like maybe like a new change of scenery would have been great for all parties, but now he's staying on, chugging along. Man is rattled by Newcastle. I, I would agree, Steve, but I think. Uh, I think Virgil getting the armband is good. Um, I think a couple yeah. of guys yeah. being Nobody's not being at the club anymore is good. Right. Um, like moving off Henderson and Milner. Let's just see how the new blood leadership works. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. Like, you know, Klopp definitely got mentally bullied by other teams. And like by him, he, he, he overfought so many lineups and so many games. He overcoached. Time will tell. Time will tell. I, wrote, yeah. I like Klopp. I do think there's something there about, I think if, um, and this isn't the challenge, the title, right? Like all jokes aside, I, I truly think there's something to be said for him wanting to win the Premier League when they can have a non-COVID related party afterwards. Okay. I think he truly wants to win that Prem without the uh, without yeah. COVID. Then he's so do I. So. I mean, everyone probably wants to right now, except for Luton Town because they're terrible. You know who else is? I don't think they looked that bad. I actually watched. I watched the first half, or maybe the first sixty minutes. I they they had, they had chances to equalize in the first half. They they were yeah, they That's the difference. Like you can't miss those that's chances. That was a very first weekend, though. I also noticed they had their badge has a little like hat on the top of their badge. It has like a little like. I don't, how do you even describe that? Lucky like something, something you wear. I almost, I almost just made up the most insane word to describe the hat. But it looks like something you wear like a horse race, like a little short little. Is it a pork pie? Kentucky Derby. Kind of, yeah. It just looks so goofy. And I love the orange, right? We were talking about it last time. Hall and Blackpool with only the last oranges in the prim. I think it looks good. I, just, I hope they stick around. But they won't. I hope, yeah. I hope, I hope that this. I mean, I hope not just for them, but also Flip for my ass. my season prediction that I had. Um, that that game isn't like a sneak peek of what's going to happen this season, where they start the first half. Well, I mean, I think at halftime against Brighton, away at Brighton, they were hanging. I think it was one. I think it was one nil, wasn't it? They were mm-hmm. in it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but then the then the wheels yeah, fell it was off. One nil. Their their lack of recruiting from going from the championship to the prem, I hope does not bite them in the ass. Um, because it's different. I mean, I not that I know, but one can assume <laughs> the prem is quite the step up from the championship. And you have to be able to see out those games. Games aren't, you know, 45 minutes long. If it's 45 minutes, you only lost one nil, still zero points, but there's there's room to improve there. The second half, not having the legs to go the distance, now the game gets away from you 4-1. Uh, 
and things start getting rough. I think that's the difference in having bench strength and having like yeah, oh, know, Simon Davies on your bench, who's like the 45 year old that came up with Luton Town, who just should have retired. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the big um, one I'm looking at is the guy from United, Tahith Chong. I don't know if you remember him, Ben. He got the big afro. Like that was their big signing a couple weeks ago. They were all yeah. excited, and I was like, "Oh, guys!" Like, but you know what? On not FIFA, good. Like eight years ago, I got him yeah. up to like a ninety-six. Like <laughs> they clearly jumped on too late. Stop it. You know yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. His trainability, you could buy him. So I'd take Peter United in manager mode and I'd buy him and then put Giroud on loan because Giroud's retiring the next year. Every year FIFA came out. Rip. Which which oh, FIFA yeah. was this? Rest in peace, FIFA. Um, literally anything. Yeah, yeah, They're all dead now. Um, no, we will not say that name. Um, they can sponsor. The it, but yeah, I used to just go ham with Peter, but I'd go in like super easy mode so I didn't lose to Arsenal. Like, can't be doing that. Um, Alex, I think Newcastle have a chemistry problem. Speaking of FIFA, in your back four, I think there's either a language breakdown amongst your center backs or a language breakdown amongst your center backs and your uh, outside backs. I think it will be repaired as the year goes on. But they cannot pick up marks for each other, and they're not on the same page. And that goal, while it was kind of a fluke, in my opinion, like it didn't go at the run of play and Newcastle ran away with it, was just a sign that there's a little bit of risk at Newcastle's back line. Is there a culture issue in the back four? Uh, I'm going to say no, because love last the season they <laughs> were like, like one of the most solid defenses in the Prem. Um, I mean, Fabian Scher is is Swiss, uh, and Sven Botman is Dutch, and by oh, all accounts from everything I've seen them speak, yeah, I think I think English is the uh, the common denominator that they speak with each other. Um, but you know, do you they speak German? Dan Byrne on, the, yeah, Dan Byrne on the right <laughs> might be a little bit of a, <laughs> a language barrier. <laughs> um, I still think that the right side of our defense, I'll admit to you, is a is a problem going into European football. Um, but as far as the Prem goes, I think that they're pretty solid. Um, I think that we need to shore that up with newer signings, potentially in the January window or maybe somebody late this window just to have like a, a backup player um, for some of the wing backs. But I think the, the defense is fine. I mean, I, the midfield might be potentially one of the best midfields in the Prem, and I don't say that just because I'm a Newcastle fan. I mean, now with the way Tenali played there. with like pure class, uh, we know that Gramaris is great. Um, then you sprinkle in a little bit of Joe Linton or you know anybody else that you want to sort of rotate in in that third part of the midfield. Um, I think we're in great shape there. And uh, one thing that could be a chemistry issue but I think that he's going to play it very well is Callum Wilson will not be a dual striker along with Alexander Isak. No. I don't think both of them can play at the same time. <clears throat> They're two different people. They're both fantastic. Correct. Well, Isak's fantastic. Callum Wilson is prolific um, when healthy. Really they, throwing around they don't here. play well together. Yeah, we are. I like it though. <laughs> Colorful. They they don't play 
I don't think that they play as well together. Um, I'll tell you something that I was really happy for was Harvey Barnes. So all summer long, I think I've been pretty upset at the fact that Alan St. Maximum was sold. Um, seeing what they got with Harvey Barnes. So Alan St. Maximum loved the ball to feet. Um, Harvey Barnes likes the ball in space. And that was extremely evident. Now, Aston Villa played this ridiculously high line. I mean, they were on like the 35-yard line <laughs> like the whole game. Um, so that that opportunity presented itself. But Harvey Barnes really wanted that ball in space when he came on. And it he, it paid off. He got a goal. Um, if we can continue to replicate that week in, week out, every other week, whatever it is, um, you know, that's, that's going to be a threat from us that we did not have last season. Um, Anthony Gordon coming off of, uh, you know, being player of the tournament at the under 21, uh, euros, um, continues to play in that top form. Hopefully that carries on because there was, especially towards the end of last season, I think he got subbed off, uh, maybe at a halftime in one of the later games. And I think fans were wondering, is this another Chris Wood? Did we make a mistake here? <laughs> you know, buying somebody that we really shouldn't have. Um, but hopefully he comes through. As I said, Isaac was great. I'll tell you, Almiron, after having a phenomenal um, summer, kind of kind of disappointed for me in that match. Um, Could have seen a little bit more from him. Be interesting to see if he starts against Man City and what he does. That's the other thing for us. You know, we're flying high right now, five one top of league, having a laugh. We got Man City, and then I think Liverpool after that. <laughs> so, real test of who we are coming up in the next. A little, little bit of a storm weeks. coming up, but. Yeah, yeah. Alex, let me ask I you because yeah, here's a here's a signing. I, I told you this in the chat. Um, yeah. I think Tino Livermento is a beast. Yeah, he was at Southampton last year. Um, yeah, I think he was also at Chelsea. He was under he was officially under contract at Chelsea. Did you guys buy him mm-hmm. from Chelsea or something? I can't remember. He's a beast. So is Kieran yeah. Trippier. Yeah, Dan Byrne. He's serviceable. He's not a beast, right? Yeah, he looks yeah. like a beast. He's huge. Yeah. It looks like yeah. these, but so do you move Trippier to the left and put the young Livermento where he's good? Do you keep yeah. Trippier where he's good because he's got that great right foot? Or and do you put Livermento? I don't know why you would buy Livermento if you have obviously I think Trippier is probably top five right backs in the prem, probably. Maybe top yeah. three, maybe top four. I think Livermento is so good. He's really young. I think he's only I think he's in his early. He's twenty. He's twenty years old, and he's English. Surprisingly, yeah. with that last name. Surprisingly, I think that's um, the deal, though. Uh, like, how old is Kieran Trippier? He's thirty-two, yeah, maybe. 30, he? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, um, he is thirty-two. Yeah, he's he's my age. Oh, great, um, but he uh, <laughs> he Eight your age. Yeah, Don't he's, he's a little younger. Yeah, yeah born the same year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, anyway, I think that Trippier probably realistically has one, maybe two more years. Um, if you start rotating in Liberate, send him to like, Leicester. Yeah. Out. Why not? Yeah, I wouldn't even don't don't send him to Leicester, but just keep him <laughs> keep him in the mix, keep him in the in the cup games, keep him in a couple of prem games, keep Trippier fresh. Um, you know, that's the kind of I think we talked about this, Alex. I, I think Newcastle again, I'm a 
let's call it Monday morning quarterback here, where yeah. um, I think Newcastle should play a back three with two wingbacks, put Trippier at wingback, mm-hmm. and that that, starts, that yeah. suits the talent you have there. And then, you know, yeah. maybe consider Jacob Murphy on the other side. I don't know. But I think you have that kind of force to send him because Trippier is dangerous going forwards. And I think yeah. uh, he'll track back and be able to defend those wingers. Um, but he might be getting a little long in the long in the tooth, right? Yeah, it, it's. I think there's a, a difference in in who you're playing as well. I mean, against Luton, we could obviously do that. Um, coming up against Man City, uh, be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, are we were we've been absolutely relentless in the past couple of. I mean, literally since last season, but really coming into the end of last season, you know the high press, um, you know high energy. That's how we shocked Man City last time. Um, last season round so it'll be interesting to see how we go about it this time do we do the same thing um or do we, do we kind of try and fake them out that's that's up to eddie Howe. that's not up to me <laughs> i just hope we win um the amount of oil yeah. that's going to be traded this coming saturday <laughs> i was throwing that up there yeah um, i wonder what yeah, the, the yeah, oil i want to yeah. look up what the price per barrel is right now on this day and then i want to i want to compare it to saturday Let's, let's see. Let's see if there's been some see greasy palms behind the scenes in the, in the in the owners boxes. All of a sudden, all the refs are driving electric. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, Man United, um, Steve, real quick, form. Damn it! Go, oh, you, you fucked oh, up my mojo. Oh, just go oh. ahead. I just want to say real quick, Steve. I don't know. I feel like you would have a have a take on this. The uh, the new overtime rules they've gone to like the World Cup format, where we're seeing like, I mean, some of the first half extra times that I've saw were like eleven minutes, twelve minutes. Good, bad for the prem. Good, nice, great. All right, Ben. Moving on. Hold on. I sorry, Ben. One quick conspiracy theory on that. So, do you, okay. so I know there was a lot, more, there were a lot more games on Peacock than usual over the weekend. Peacock, yes. Because Liverpool yeah. is, it was a primetime slot, and we were also on Peacock. So I think that maybe with a lot with some of the games being on Peacock, we could see longer uh, stoppage times because mm. there's no programming on either side, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Is, is it a va- yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if it's on NBC Sports and you got F1 or uh, – Golf. Or, or that what's on NBC all the time that the car auction show. <laughs> so when you got regularly scheduled program on either side, uh, maybe we can't do. We had ten minutes stoppage time at halftime, and then we had four at the end. Yes. First of all, that makes no sense. Yeah. Well, they That's listen to the podcast. Theory. I'm going to pop back into that later in the season, Ben. I had a gripe on that um, okay. last season. They listened and they they reacted. So thank you for listening, Premier League. And it was, why is there only excessive stoppage time in the second half? And this week did not disappoint. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was saying before. They just um, moved it all to the first half. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. They just carried it over. United are in uh, mid-table, mid-season form. Um, we got. They were rough like, today, dude. If you were to ever tell me that Varane was the leading goal scorer on the team and Juan Bissaka <laughs> was the leading assist. <laughs> I call you a liar. Now I all jokes aside there, right? They, they look like they have a uh, striker problem. Mm-hmm. They, they look like they have a, a striker problem and that's about it for some reason, but the, not a goalkeeper problem. 
Oh, they that, definitely have a goalkeeper problem. Yeah. We'll come back to that in a minute. I'm yeah, not a fan. They have two goalkeeper good. problems because I just saw that they signed Dean Henderson back, which is the <laughs> worst purchase next to Johnny, whatever his name is, uh, Johnny Evans. Um, they, <laughs> they have, like, they played a 4-5-1 against Wolves. Like, you play that against, like, City. You park the bus against right. You don't park the bus against Wolves. Like, what are we doing? Tonight? At Old Trafford. Right, exactly. Yeah. At home, <laughs> opening game, like midseason. All right, you got to rest some people. We can talk, but no, it doesn't make sense. Um, you played Mason Mount, your number seven uh, center mid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing, Casemiro? You basically put him at center back. Um, they, they, we've got some serious issues to go through. And that bench, if you look at the bench, I thought half of that bench had been sold this offseason. They had all fallen through. Martial still there somehow. Uh, Harry Maguire has left twice, but apparently never left. Um, Scott McTominay has been linked away. Yeah, but like yeah. I, I think they're struggling to offload their players, and because of that, they got like a backlog of like ma- mismatched talent. Scott McTominay is out of that group. The only one I would want to keep right now. Dean Henderson is just an atrocity. So Onana, <laughs> the first thing he does is he starts turning the ball over out of his own six. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was distributing to the other team's midfield like the whole game. <laughs> I think he connected maybe five passes. Um, is a sweeper <laughs> keeper. And only second to Lissandro Martinez. Man, you should have given away a PK and had a straight red. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw the Martinez tackle. That yeah. was just absurd. And the fact that wasn't a red is because it was the opening day. That should have been. Uh, there was also one of those in the LFC Chelsea game too, and a red card uh, tackle that was opening day. That's yeah. why I was not getting. Like, all right, you're gonna get this one. He came out and like, I don't know if if I'm getting old, but like, it just didn't do the trick for me. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, why are we sending a point to Wolves? Like, you do that to like Man City, I'm in. Arsenal, I'm in. You do that to Wolves for. For like no reason, <laughs> the game just started. He's less. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know if you saw it, Steve, but he essentially just crunched him down the sideline five minutes late. Um, it's worth uh, looking up. And then in the like, I don't know, was it the seventy-sixth minute? Onana came out and essentially tackled a uh, attacking player. That the fact that <laughs> the VAR, they looked at it. Still said no. And then afterwards, by the way, John Moss, who I think he was on VAR, said, yeah, we messed up. Why do, you, why do you even admit that? You're just like destroying your own credibility that was already kind of low. I don't know. I think there's value to that, actually. I, I appreciate honest. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There can be. And I would love yeah. this new thing to keep talking about is having the refs mic'd up. I don't know if we're going to that. I keep hearing about it. Let me just add a little tidbit there. There's value to it when I'm not on the receiving end of it. If yes, I'm a Wolves right. fan, I'm pissed. Like I don't care if you're sorry. Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Wolves need all the points they can get this year. Also, uh, discount uh, mm-hmm. Holland, whatever his name is, Hoyland. Um, Hoyland, how how are you already hurt, bro? We just bought you. <laughs> like <laughs> some assembly required. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the wrong Made in China. <laughs> That's great. Sorry. Hold on, Steve. <laughs> Steve sitting quietly up top. 
<laughs> from the corner. <laughs> Comes in with a banger, dude. Corner taken quickly, Stabby. <laughs> oh man. Do you guys see uh there was there was two managers this weekend that got uh, a little emotional. The emotions got the best of them. Uh one of them Yo, was yes. uh, Pep Guardiola uh berating uh Holland at halftime in front of the cameras for no so reason. Cringy. Yeah, Holland was in uh was speaking with I, th- I think it was Sky Sports um and basically said it was because of some pass he made or a pass that didn't get made to him and he was yelling at one of the players and um uh Pep came over and was like you can't do that, you know, that kind of thing, which a little less uh eye catching of a headline I guess, but and like something that that definitely probably should have been addressed in the dressing room. Yes. <laughs> Not because the cameras are right there. Right there. Yeah. yeah. God. But anyway, Pep pushing away a camera. And then we had Roy Hodgson getting into it with a Sheffield player. <laughs> Leaving the ref absolutely oh, yeah. speechless. Absolute legend. Roy Hodgson <laughs> just turned 76 years old like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, who Can't drive. Like Max, Max Lowe, um, who is 26. Um, so 50 years difference here. And Roy Hodgson is just, just trying to give him the business. Uh, I sent you guys a, uh, a tweet in the P chat earlier this week um, of, of pictures of Roy Hodgson looking like he could off you with a, a 20 second phone call. I believe was the tweet. <laughs> oh. Don Ron, <laughs> summer call. Don Ron. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, yeah, Roy Hodgson Roy getting into is it. what we need in this country. Yeah, uh, I don't know that, that Wait, this sense. country or in or in yeah, England. The, I'm saying the Prem. We need some more Roy. Oh, Roy. Roy. Well, yeah, we got him. and he's a national treasure. <laughs> could you imagine? Nothing good comes out of that. You basically got your ass beat by Grandpa. This train's got a banger coming. This train's definitely left the station. You haven't seen this yet, have you, and Steve? I, and I didn't. And I didn't punch my ticket. No, no, no. no. Alex's question on the, the time allowance being given, and if that's good or bad. I think it's a bit like VAR. In the sense that now that we've incorporated VR, that VAR, Shit. there's no way that we're going back. Like now that we can see that how many goals have been like not disallowed or have been disallowed like incorrectly, we can't really go- we can tweak VAR, but I don't think you're ever going to see football again without VAR. We're too far in it now. I think goal allowance, or, no, I'm sorry, time this time allowance thing is just something that's been neglected. I mean, if it's a 90 minute game. And the stoppages truly add up to be 10 minutes, 12 minutes, whatever. If that's a problem, then we address the time-wasting antics of, of players, managers, things like that. That's just the reality of the game. If it's 90 minutes and there's that many stoppages, you know whether that's being allowed all at the end of the game or the first half, whatever, that can be tweaked. But I think that this time allowance thing is is necessary and should be part of the game because if not, you're not getting the full stoppages. And if the full stoppages are too glaring of, a, of an amount, then crack down more on the time-wasting antics, which I'm an advocate for because some of that stuff is just it's embarrassing, some of it. I'm also an advocate for that last part. You said yellows for time-wasting. Also, yellows yeah. for diving. Yeah. Simulation. Cut it out. That's uh, that's my two cents. Loved it. For sure. All right. 
Um, I have um, a couple of follows to our Roy Hodgson talk. Um, apparently, Mr. Lowe uh, has spoken to the press about his yeah. bout with a pensioner. Um, and he said that all the boys in the dressing room were laughing at me and saying that it's that's one nil to Roy. Apparently, <laughs> Roy said he was quite quite pleased at his reaction because he didn't know he still had it in him. I didn't either, to be fair. His abs are stronger than I thought. This is a quote. I was a bit shocked. I was laughing at the time. Only Roy was laughing. I felt terrible afterwards when I realized who it was. In the heat of the moment, I forgot where I was, and I felt awful at the time. Fair play to him. It was a competitive game, and you could see that reflected by both teams on the pitch. I like that. That's cool. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. He so pretty I felt, much, I felt bad for punching it. a 76-year-old, but but yeah. his, his abs are as hard as rock. <laughs> Old Roy, I was just replaying his interview in, in the presser after the game, and Roy Hodgson's like, yeah, he just caught me with a left hook in the stomach, but it really hurt me. <laughs> Ooh, tough guy. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, hard up. <laughs> Roy badass Hodgson. Oh, that's great. Damn. Yeah, you, could you imagine stuff. having to go uh, to work the next day? You know the FA called him and was like, are you aware that yeah. you punched England's father? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> England's father, man. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think uh, Prem delivered this weekend. Brighton. I don't know. Brighton got a little bit of magic about him. Same I, uh, Brighton. I don't know what it is. They just sold someone for a record record deal, though, I believe. Moises Caicedo. Uh, yeah, for Sorry, 149 mil. 15. I think, I think 49 is a, Euro, a US dollar. That effing exchange rate gets me every time. Um, have we talked about Harry uh, Kane yet? No, not yet. Harry Kane. Uh, uh, whoa! Off the <laughs> off to Bayern the Munich. Bye. Signed at four in the morning. Uh, was yeah, trying to play in the in the German that Cup day, final. Yeah, playing that afternoon, that evening. Uh, came off in the what sixtieth, or came on in the sixty. Return on time. Um, and uh, they lost three nil to Red Bull Leipzig. <laughs> Still no trophies in the Harry. <laughs> His brother is probably the worst agent of all time. And I think my favorite text I've gotten in a long time was the guess what kind of cleat he's sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> the old sketchers. Uh, he's got the Mall Walker 10s on. Yeah. Yeah. Good old stride yeah. the stride rights. The, did what you see the, the video? Kim K sketchers. Huh? The what Kim were the K Kim K Skechers? Oh. You don't remember that? Kim, Kim K, K had those Skechers that were supposed to make you fit, <clears throat> and like people kept breaking their ankle in them. So they had those stride rights, those things that were like super yeah, curved on the yeah, bottom. Stride rights. That's yeah, yeah. Kim K seems like a K Swiss type of type of lady, but <laughs> why, tell us why, Steve. Tell us why. Hey, can we dive into that? Because it's, uh, it's, it's got a K on the front. Fair enough. You guys are looking into for too much. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I think we were. <laughs> that was actually uh, very logical. <laughs> surface level, guys. Surface um, level. <laughs> real quick, the what the one video I saw uh, was from the the final, and uh, it was Harry Kane. You know, it's just a moment in time, but Harry Kane looking towards the ref after a tackle, trying to get a pen, and then everyone was like. <laughs> 
except he doesn't know how to speak German, so he can't complain. <laughs> I saw and in one I saw of like a press conference. They're like, "Oh, are you learning German?" You know, he's yeah. he's literally been there like thirty seconds, and he's like, "Yeah, I know one word," and it's like, "No, thanks." But he said it in English. He's like, "Yeah, I know what service means or whatever." I don't know if he meant. Yeah. I was yeah. like, "Well, are you gonna say it? Are you gonna say the word or no?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, we're uh, yeah. saying the Harry Kane Skechers boots look like knockoff Adidas Preds. They do look kind of fresh, though. No, the white ones get look out kind of here. nice. They even got fake yeah. stripes. Yeah, they're probably comfortable. Of black boots, but yeah, I like the all they, black out. They drop on the 17th. Those white boots that you're talking about, Alex, those had a date printed on them, and the date's 8 uh, 17 23, which. I think it only makes sense that that's like the debut day or like the official announcement day as to what they are, but uh, it'll be it'll be interesting. Oh, I, I've, been, I've been looking at a lot of videos on those boots, just getting more tech specs and details and stuff like that. And I don't know, man. I think they, I'd be curious about them. They look like the they look like the Nike GTs and an Adidas Predator. Just, but if they were sold on the market. Yeah, but the, what what about them? What about them makes them look knockoff? They look plasticky. They look like every other shoe, but plasticky and cheaper. It's a it's a knit shoe with like a polyurethane like coating, which is oh. like what every what Adidas did first. No, I mean it's just what everyone does, kind of now. I I mean, in fairness, Nike probably did it first. The the one actually Puma probably did it first, right? The, what was that shoe called? Not the, the Puma knit? King. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I, I'd have to look into that a bit more to figure even, out who did that first. Even but the name. It's called it's, Go Football. That's the name of the clay. It's called Go Football. Oh, really? Yeah. So a lot of Skechers performance stuff is like Go, go Golf or Go Run. It's like it's like the model they, of the shoe is like the Skechers Go Run like Freak or whatever it's called or like the Go Golf something, and they were. They were debating, or uh, you know, just thinking about like what could be the ne- the line called for these boots, and they were like, "Are they going to be actually called Go Football?" And apparently, they are. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it'd be Go Football, and then whatever. That's where I lost you. It, it wasn't the cheap knockoff looking boot. It was the name. <laughs> right, I do agree. With you, yeah, that's that's where you lost me. Ben, I think the boots look okay. I do have a life alert, but I do have a question. Steve, did we ever get into the boot conversation around women's soccer? Um, go on. Was that a text? So I feel like you put something in the either in the P chat or on an episode a couple of weeks ago, months ago mm-hmm. now, um, mm-hmm. about how it's coming out that most boots are built for like a six-foot male figure. Because yeah, of that, it's, it's kind of weighing in on female athletes' injuries. It definitely, um, is, yeah. it, it definitely doesn't make up for why the U.S. women's team bottomed out. But C- correct is is have you crossed anything on that in your your travels? So it's if you look at like uh, uh, like outcoming like uh, creative departments for both Nike, Adidas, every leading boot manufacturer in the game are becoming more and more outspoken on their efforts kind of like auto 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 manufacturers how everyone's coming like wanting to say like yes we're doing electric vehicles too we're doing you know we're going we're going green all that stuff it's the every boot manufacturer is also doing the same thing 
uh, in in saying that they're all working on women focused gear, uh, like boots. Um, a lot of there's been a lot there's a lot more people with there's been a lot more eyes on the subject of uh, women's ACL uh, injuries. Uh, on not only just artificial surfaces, but just women ACL injuries in general. And if yeah. I don't have the numbers in front of me, and it would take me some time to get them in front where I could have a I'm, you know I'm be pretty. a topic expert. But it's like stark substantial. The, the yeah, it is substantially different. The men's versus women's ACL injury kind of stack them side by side. I don't know right. how much of that goes to like you know <clears throat> genetics. Well, FIFA, that, that, when we talked about this before, FIFA 11 Plus came up, and the FIFA 11 Plus warm-ups and preparations and conditioning mm -hmm. advising by FIFA, it's called FIFA 11 Plus, uh, mm -hmm. came out as a uh, reaction, if you will, in my opinion, to the, the statistics around female uh, soccer players with ACL injuries compared to men. Um, but I was interested in learning more about the, the soccer boot industry. Um it seems like an easy lift. Like I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's there's not... already been responses. The, yeah. the 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 Nike's already introduced the. It's called the the Nike Luna. Is what it's called. It looks like an old Magista. It looks like a. It looks like a Magista, and the the it's supposed to be geared towards women athletes. And you'll see that the four the the studs on the forefoot of the boot are are bladed but they're in like a circular motion like the blades aren't up and down the length of the boot they're they're in like a twisty motion and it's supposed to be so that when you pivot your blades aren't twist like anchors they yep. twist with you like we had it um at uh the girls east as a girls ecnl finals i think in california we had a footwear activation with the debut of the Luna where girls got to like the girl athletes got to try them out, check them out. And they have, which is kind of like a conflict in marketing, but they have like Kevin De Bruyne is now out of the, the, what do they call them? Phantom GTs. They've taken him out of that boot and now they put him in the Luna. So what they say wow. that, the, so they say that the Luna is like geared towards female athletes, but they have a lot of their flagship. Nike has a lot of their flagship male athletes also in the Luna. So I don't know if it's just like a boot for all. Like branding. Or, it's just a branding yeah. trick. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. So that makes me question how much of the boot is actually focused on female specific. Or it was just like, hey, we thought of you. <laughs> but like, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, I think we should we should dive into that a little bit more on a different day. Especially as the Lady Lionesses make a run at the World Cup, which is just funny to me if they won a World Cup, um, because I want the men Real to win. Real quick on the on the women's World Cup, uh, the semifinals. Uh, there yeah, is one uh, tomorrow uh, for those of you listening today, um, and then Australia versus England on Wednesday. Um, so this would be the first time for any of those nations to win a women's World Cup. Which is pretty wild because I always thought that Sweden had won a World Cup, but I think maybe they just been to a final. But yeah, Spain versus Sweden, and then Australia versus England with the final on this Sunday, six a.m. East Coast time. Australia beating um, France to make it—that's crazy. Through that, what was it? Twenty-one penalties. Something. And it was like a twenty-one-year-old that. that scored the winner. Um, but 
Yeah, it was a wild party shootout. Make it make it go through, and Australia is going the distance with this one. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome if England could win. (laughs) England could win both the uh, the Euro and the World Cup. I Mm. mean, Mm -hmm. puts all the pressure on the boys to do something. Yeah, big time. Or or we got Pam. I would I would take the uh, England women's coach. This is right over Gareth. Oh, same. I want Old Roy at this point, though, because I feel like Old Roy, I go to war for Old Roy. Um, this is right. This is my character for Nate. I'm just throwing this out there. Like, come on, bro. Like, we're talking about women's soccer. You got to go on mute and turn your camera. Mm, cool. All right. So, life flirt person of the week. Miller. I've fallen. And I can't. Yo, you got to run that. You leave me hanging like that. help immediately, Mrs. Fletcher. Hey, at least I got help now. Um, so, uh, Miss Fletcher is uh, still down. And, uh, oh, 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 we canceled. Sorry about that. Um, oh, hey, Nate. Thanks for joining us. Um, Sorry. That's okay. Uh, today's Help I Fall on Life Alert Person of the Week is Gary O'Neill. How are you uh, going to essentially get your player tackled? Botched call and you get booked. Doesn't make sense to me, Gary. You got screwed. Um, for those of you not watching, Gary O'Neill was up in arms, literally and figuratively, about the no call, and then again about the VAR decision. And he was right, but he still got booked. So, Gary O'Neill, you are the first of uh, the 23-24 seasons life alert person of the week. We will be sending you a button. Don't press it because we're not coming to help. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, we love that. Um, Nate, I believe you're in charge of where are they now now? Oh, where I are am. they now now? I am. I just imagine that being a catchphrase on the now? box and the packaging. Don't press it because we're not coming to help. <laughs> <laughs> also, elder abuse is real. Just ask Roy. Hold on. Can, can, can I get a confirmation sure Steve out. is no longer Steve is no longer Steve, on. Steve, are you in charge of I where have... are they now? I've uh, I will voluntarily pass the torch. I'm I am totally open to that. If the right. torch, oh, it's okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> new season, you know, new beginnings. New phone, who dis? Okay, I got I, I got one. All Sorry, right. to put you on the spot, here, guy. I don't, I don't know. I don't with, know. with the passing <laughs> of the torch, though, difficult. means you have to sing it. Oh, dude, I've been singing for a long time. All right, here we go. Where are they now? Well, he's got more Beautiful. control. Over at the he's end. Already put mine to shame. Yeah, yeah I know. You're welcome. Give me the torch right, back. This one. Uh, <laughs> this this one's a little. This one. It's gonna be a little tricky. Um, put Ben to tears. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. It's a long off season. Um, oh, and I'll, I'll throw another. <laughs> okay, are we ready? All right. Um, this man uh, was born on Merseyside. Oh, Jamie Carragher. No. Did he play on Merseyside? No. Does he have a Premier okay. League title in his name? No. Hold on a second. Does he currently play in Spain? No. God, I was about to, I was about to tell you to go to hell. Man. Who are you thinking of? <laughs> uh, was Jude Bellingham from? Liverpool? No, he's from Birmingham, isn't he? Mm-hmm. 
in it. Gaming him? Tom Brady's team. Does he play for Luton? He does not play for Luton, nor this has he a, ever played for Luton. This might be a silly question, but when you say born in Merseyside, does that just mean he's born in Liverpool? Is that right? Um, the Merseyside area, because what there's like Alex, help me out here. So like, there's like an area called like Southport. There's like Tranmere is is in uh, and then Liverpool, and then like there's a bunch of little like so not Liverpool small. So it's it's no, he was born in uh, Morton, M O R E T O N. Ben, stop right now, Ben. Well, I know you're. Right. I can hear the Ross clicking, dude. You know Ross Barkley is back in the prem. No, With who? Uh, he is though. Yes, he's on Luton. I thought he was overseas. No, he's not. Is he with Luton? Ross Barkley's back in the prem. Is he not at Luton? Oh, Am I wrong? Oh I know. Who'd have thought? That would have been a great word right now because right. I did not know. <laughs> but he is not. Yes, he plays for Luton. He is not the where are they now? Wow. Just play for Luton. He does not. He he, he looks a little looks old. Ross does. When I saw him in that picture, he looked a little jaded. 30, isn't he? Whatever. Not, not, not that I really care. But Is he a yeah, midfielder? Uh, no, no. No. Do you play for England? No. Does he currently play for, for England? Good question, Alex. What was the question? Does he currently play? No. Okay. When did he retire? Ooh, is that a yes or no? Is that yeah? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm 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 hammering down on the rules this season, dude. Yes, yes, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got iron. It's the ironclad. Where are they now? I'm I'm the. Um, where are they now, did they ever play in a World Cup? Mm, uh, I don't think so. I'm not. You can get back to me on that one. No. No. Oh, okay, they did not. Okay. Did he play for Liverpool? No. Is he a left winger? No. Mm, not. Uh, um, no. no. This, is, this might team. be a tough one. No. No, we don't. Yeah, we this, don't this is kind of a nasty one. I'm, I'm starting he off. Played strong. in the Prem. Played in the Prem. Okay. He won an FA Cup. When did you say he retired, Alex? 2018. I didn't. No, I said 2018. Oh, I didn't oh, say that. Oh, I just I just divulged it though. But there you go. That's it's not gonna help you. That's, that's not gonna help you at all. That might help. Um okay. Uh did he win an FA Cup? Who who asked that? Me. Uh no, but he was the runner up one year. Which I didn't know that. So he's never won the Prem. He's born in outskirts of Liverpool. He has never played the World Cup. Never played for his national team. No, it's not what I said. So he did play for England. Is he a center no. back? We haven't you haven't established that he's English. You've all you're automatically well, he assuming Welsh. We said he was born there. Well, no, okay. He suppose. could be Welsh, Scottish, he could be Northern Ireland. Yeah, he's one of those traitors. Oh Jesus. Jeez. Oh god. Hey. I got oh. I gotta think of better questions to narrow this down a bit. Cause I'm kind of just um, I, honestly, when I was, I was rec- this was recommended to me by someone like three weeks ago. Is he Welsh? No. So he's Scottish? No, but you, your, your insensitive yeah, comment earlier was on the right track. Well, the, I said a lot of those. We got to narrow that down. Is he like, Irish? He's Irish. Not Northern Irish, Republic of Irish, right? Republic of Ireland? I. 
Slancha. Yeah. He's born. Mm. And they, you said that they did retire in 2018, correct? Yeah. Club and country. Is he a we forward? Do, do we have a, yeah, we don't have the position nailed down yet, do we? No. He's, he's a forward. Okay. Okay, he is a forward. Okay. Ben is asking ChatGPT right now. Ben has plugged all of us into ChatGPT. No, just... I'm trying to get a leg up. It ain't working, though. <laughs> it, 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 this is a bit. This might be a bitch. No, did he ever? Did fun. this person ever play outside of the UK? Uh, ooh, I'm always uh, no, no, they did not. No, it was okay. always within the UK. Okay. So he's been down in like the championship before. Yes, that kind of like league football. Mm-hmm. But he is he is known he is known in the Premier League. He, he he was he was mostly I feel like he was mostly in the prem his in his um in his uh can't think of words today why he was a footballer why he was in England why he was in the UK he was mostly in the prem. hang on a second is that um did he ever play for Sunderland no okay fuck let's say their name uh Damien Duff Mm-mm. Good one, though. no. He's Irish. It's also not a forward <laughs> center back. Yeah. Nice one. I don't want to take the cheap route and just name all the Irish forwards I know. Take, take the cheap route, dude. High road, low road, cheap road. <laughs> and they retired in 2018. It's not Robbie Keane, is it? No. I would uh, – he was not – he was a bit of a his, – his style <laughs> – he played he for Liverpool a, anyway, so that's just wrong. He's he's a bit. He was not as quick as Robbie Keane. Um, someone like Sam Allardyce would have loved this guy. You know, very hard nosed. I can't say Englishman, but he was definitely a very you know very much you know gritty. Not 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 often found on the highlight reels, but he was a <laughs> yeah. He 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 was a team player. I'll say. So if they retired in 2018, their heyday, yeah. their peak of the career was, I'm assuming, around like early 2010s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So um, maybe what, even what, into the latter half a little Shane bit. Long. Shane Long? Uh, no. Not so as good as Shane Long. Niall Quinn. Huh? Niall Quinn. No, Quinn. I don't even know who that is. No. I do. Actually, maybe I Did do. he play in the mm-hmm. World Cup? No, he did not. Uh, no, World but Cup. he did. I'm going to just gonna help you guys out. So he did not he play in Euro Cup. 2012. Uh, he was he played in qualifiers. Oh wait, yeah, he, he only played. <clears throat> I think he only played in qualifiers for the 2012 Euro. Irish strikers that David did not play their, in the World Cup at their peak around like 2010. Is he left footed or right footed? I, I want to say because he once took a penalty against Liverpool, I believe he is right footed. Is his name a euphemism? I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Can you use it? Can you use it in a sentence? Johnson? <laughs> Just did. No. There you go. No. It's not Johnson. He doesn't like change his name. I feel like we're getting closer. You are. You guys are def- absolutely getting closer. He has a J in his name. Alex, Alex has had the most ignorant, uh, the, the most obscure, not ignorant, the most obscure 
answer so far, and I think Alex is going to want to get it just based off of based off the of Niall Quinn and Damian Duff ones. I think I think Alex is going to get it. But you say um, Shane Long? No, you said that already. Pay attention. Did you say Cillian Sheridan? I don't know who that is. Anthony Stokes, left left field. Ooh, Stokes! I do love Anthony Stokes. Is one for another time. I do love that guy. Kevin Doyle. Oh, that's no. I think Anthony Stokes. All right. So going back, going back to what club did he play for? Going back to we haven't played for about lots. Yeah. If I if I name the Premier League club where he spent most of his time, it will give it away. Should I do it? Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Yeah, we'll get there. You guys, you guys will know within three seconds if I name the club, so I won't do it. Definitely do not do it. Okay. Yeah, shut up. Premier a Premier League club in 2010 ish area. Yeah. That had an Irish forward. Yeah, I can hear you. That had an Irish forward that was correct. So synonymous with the club. Is this like a what? What? Is this like a Bolton Wanderers? Uh, he, I'm going to help you. He did play for Bolton. Not known for Bolton. He did play for Bolton. But I want you to imagine that archetypal kind of player who's played in the championship. You know, a little, little bit gritty. He play for United? No. He, like I'm going to help you again. Walters? Bang. Nice. Never. What Prem team? <laughs> yes, you for? have, Steve. No. I don't think Bolton. so. Stoke City. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Bolton. Stoke. Okay. No. But it's Stoke. Do you play Stoke for like eight years? Seven years? Uh, I don't doubt it. I just, it's not, no bells are ringing. Oh, Damn. I'm happy with oh. that one. That was oh, a I'm deep really guy. Oh. That one. Premature. I think, <laughs> I think I was as close as I was going to get. I, I think, think I could have gotten closer. Did you say Shane Long was a good shout? Um, hmm. Yeah. His best, his best return. 226 appearances for Stoke, 43 goals. Nice. That's a lot of appearances and not a lot of goals. That was like um, 25% of the games he played and he scored. Oh, yeah. He was a big Ipswich Town guy. That's yeah. alone. No, he was there from 2007. I, I didn't one. even know he played for Wrexham. I guess when Wrexham were in League Two, I think that's yeah. when they were in League Two in 2006. Crew Alexandra, what a random team. That was a good one, though. I uh, I don't. I would definitely not have gotten we'll that. Play Steve, believe yeah. in yourself. Yes, you would have. <clears throat> I've never even heard of the man. I don't even know what it's like. That surprises me, Steve. All right, I'm doing Gary Hooper next week for Steve. No one else. Yes. Thanks. I'm going to do George um, Samaros. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> uh, All right, trash takes. Trash Ooh. takes. Are we ready? Yeah. No, we're not. But I'm uh, gonna open up my device's uh, odds. Everyone, open up Fop Mob. Yep. The greatest app to have ever been created. Yeah, that's not true. In fact, this is. I liked how we had to co- we were collectively. Like okay, okay, so we'll go like... from Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Steve? <laughs> nothing. Nothing important. <laughs> he didn't say nothing. Nothing important. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Friday, August 18th, Nottingham Forest versus Sheffield United. Uh, 2.45 in the afternoon. Annoying uh, for those of us at work. 
Um, Saturday, uh, the 19th has most games. Sunday, we have two matches of Villa, Everton, West Ham, Chelsea, and on Monday is Crystal Palace, Arsenal. Who you got? Who you picking? Bro, bro I had it. I had it, but it was, pro- it was it's been postponed. Luton hosting Burnley. Fucking Luton are winning that one. <laughs> How they are? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. I don't see where do a postponed game. Oh, I see that I now. It just yeah. says postponed. I don't. I don't have yeah, the reasons. Yeah, right. How, right. How, how is that because of their stadium? Is that because of their stadium? Like it's not ready. Maybe. What? That's they could find another place to play. Mm-hmm. That's just good make idea. it the away know. leg. Like why can't it just be the away leg? Like come on. I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna do West Ham over Chelsea. Luton finish with 15 home games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Dude, those are good odds. Plus 300. Yo, Newcastle beat City 1-0. I fully agree with that. Just let you know the odds for that are plus 460. I don't know what that means. So if you bet 10 bucks, they're heavily not favored. You would win like 460 or whatever that number. 10 to win 46, right? Yeah, that's the right one. Then. Thank you. Yeah, they beat, beat them by one. They beat them by a goal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go West Ham over Chelsea at the um, Forever Blowing Bubbles Arena. I'm going Tottenham to draw Man United. It's a really boring game. Bitch. I can see that being a bore fest. Yeah, I, I was actually going, going with uh, Newcastle over City, but someone beat me to the punch. Sorry, pal. Mm. You know what's interesting? Nottingham Forest, Sheffield, two just terrible teams Ooh. that really need a point. When's that one? Two forty-five. Um, oh, I see it. I see it. If you don't take that game, I'm changing my pitch to that game. Honestly, that's that's a decent game. I'm I'm keen to watch that one. Fulham Brentford's another one I'm kind of interested about as well. I think Brighton are going to steamroll mm-hmm. Wolves. Uh, Wolves are going to have that one game this year. Hope probably soon where they just like we finally see like all right. It's not going to be against Brighton. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. This is kind of safe, I feel like, but Brighton to beat Wolves. Yeah. Wow, it is. That is safe. I don't... I'm actually so I'm not taking Man U Tottenham to draw. I'm going Forest to beat Sheffield. Okay. Okay. And those odds are plus seven thousand seven hundred sixty-nine. So say that again. <laughs> seven thousand seven hundred sixty-nine. Wow. 800 bucks almost. Wow. On a tenner. That's Jeez. insane. Okay. Can't wait for the parlay. Right. Uh, so the the Swift Kicks lock them in trash takes of the week. Nate, West Ham over Chelsea. Steve, Newcastle over City. Ben, Forrest to beat Sheffield. And I'm choosing Brighton to beat Wolves. Who? That's who, week two. Bing, bang. Who also, who got the trash take last week? Right. Fucking not me. me. No, hey, no, not me. Uh, me as well. There's two. We went two for four. Nice. One for nice two. Nice, Ben. <laughs> 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 I finally got my direction down. I have a little so sticky done. note on my computer. It says Ben's over here. Steve's up there. Dun- Dundee, the... Dundee versus Hearts. Alex, who do you got? Mm. Hearts. All day. It's got to be hearts, right? Yeah. It's got to be hearts. Who's Celtic got? 
There's St. Johnston. Oh, brother. <laughs> you got to win. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's why I didn't even ask. That's why I didn't even put it up there. Did... <laughs> All right. Um, that's it. Oh, there's one thing. Nate, I think you brought it up uh, pre-show, uh, but wanted to bring it to the peoples. Um, Moises Caicedo, as we talked about, um, multi-million dollar contract. Who knows how much it actually is? More than 100 million. Um, his former club, Independiente del Valle, will receive $29 million from that transfer fee to Chelsea. They will use Love that it. money to build a high-performance center, which will be named after Caicedo and invest in Ecuadorian football. So sometimes cool. when you see like these massive, ridiculous deals, they are massive, they are ridiculous, they are overinflated, they are bullshit for the normal person. But sometimes they help the normal person a little bit too. So all good. All right. This time next week. Bye. Saudi Arabia. Hey, Nate. Nate, how's your toilet? It's great. It's a real good toilet. It's great. Oh, yeah. Ricky Ricardo. Bye. Thank you. Ricardo.